sponsors this month and let me tell you about one that i am going to be using quite regularly alive and well hydration alive and well hydration is a mobile iv infusion group uh they can do everything from cold and flu covid uh, regeneration fat burners more energy b12 injections uh prenatal care for all your rough days athlete recovery and the hangover cure Guys, first off, I went to school with this dude who uh, has this place now, or is part of it, Mr. Justin Frost. Thank you for being a sponsor. And uh, let me tell you, they do weddings. They'll come to your house. They come to your office. They'll come to wherever, maybe even your podcast studio. And uh, I just want to tell the folks over at Alive and Well Hydration, I plan on using y'all. Heck, I'm going to have to with the way that my year is going, or the way that my year is going to end anyway. So y'all do me a favor. Y'all go look up Alive and Well Hydration here in Middle Georgia now. New with us this month is C. Martin Construction. My buddy, Dennis Farmer's granddaddy, started it back when he was 16 years old. And my buddy Dennis took it over here recently. They offer everything from site prep, uh, demolition, pond digging, grading, land clearing. Uh, my buddy Dennis is cool as hell. Y'all make sure y'all go check them out at C. Martin Construction. They have a money back guaranteed. Uh, if you don't like their service, then they'll make it right with you. I know these folks personally, and as far as construction goes, I think you'll be in damn good hands. So give my guy a call now at 478-283-1246. Call Mr. Dennis Farmer at C. Martin Construction. Now, how about some cowboy stuff? My buddy, old friend, Chris Sapp, owner of Desperado and Company, over at the Pooler Tanger Outlet Mall. They are in Suite 611. They offer all kind of Western wear. Boots, toddlers, youth, women's, men's, everything. They have Ariat wallets, phone cases, men and women's jewelry. Uh, Montana Silversmith. Belt buckles, Ariat belts for men. They offer clinch. Ariat and Wrangler are their main brands of clothes. Lots of exotic boots. Uh, guys, I saw some of the stuff that they're bringing me and some of the stuff I get to try on. Let me tell you, there's a lot of great Western wear places that are up in Nashville that I get to go to. This place compares to every single one of them. So what I need you guys to do is look up Desperado and Company. Chris Sapp. Their phone number is 912-604-0389. Go check them out. Get all turquoise the hell up. Get all westerned up. Look like a cowboy cowgirl. Western fashion is the coolest shit to me, by the way. And uh, the fact that they're on board as a sponsor now, I can't wait to try on some of the stuff that he has sent me and everything that they have sent me in pictures uh, to get my size in. Dude, it's all banging. It's all awesome. So look up Desperado and Company now, Mr. Chris Sapp. Once again, the Puller Tanger Outlet Mall, Suite 611. Let me tell you about the wonderful Miss Vicky down at Dolly's Delights. This time of year is when every one of y'all are looking for something to give your coworkers, your friends, your family, whatever, whoever. And let me tell you, she does these wonderful gift basket she brought me one to the studio yesterday she wanted to change her ad up a little bit and she wanted to give me a preview of what you guys can get now look i got some great candy 
Also, some other cool things for men, and plus, I guess you knew I like candles. She obviously went all out for this basket, trying to uh, put on a good show for me, and she did. So, everybody that is associated with Raising Grace Studio will be getting one of these gift baskets for the holidays. And I recommend you guys get them, too. Now, she told me that this is one of the more expensive ones, but if you don't feel like spending a whole lot of money on one, she's got some for around 30 40 bucks as well, and she can supply your whole office, your whole school, whatever. So, Miss Vicky at Dolly's Delights, thank you. If you want to get in touch with her now, call her at 478-231-7237 or go visit her at 5122 3rd Avenue, Eastman, Georgia. Now, a couple days ago, I did a show with Miss Lori from Lori's Dive-In over in Alamo. She brought me and Gracie all types of food, even a keto pizza, a cauliflower pizza. I've never ate anything like that before in my life. And let me tell you, it was banging. The wings were amazing. She does this special mix-up with lemon pepper and buffalo, and it's out of this world. Her wings are cooked better than almost any place I've ever been. Um, let's see, what else did she bring us? She brought us fried Oreos. She brought us fried pickles. Uh, the barbecue was awesome. The hamburger was banging. When you go there, too, folks, you can go back and listen to the whole episode between me and her. Her staff is awesome. You feel like you're at home. It's just the best little place around. I know whenever we go through Alamo or I'm going down 16, I'm going to divert myself to go get lunch there. Y'all please go check her out. Her phone number is 912-568-1645. It's on Commerce Street over in Alamo. You can't miss it. It's Lori's Dive In. Go get fed good. Go get treated good. You're not going to get better service from better people anywhere around here. So go check her out now. What's up, folks? Thank y'all for tuning into the Josh Terry Podcast. This is our third day of the 12 days of Christmas. And uh, you got to hear this young lady the other day for a few minutes on another podcast. But she's staying with me all week, helping with our toy drive. And we might have been drinking all night, having fun. So it felt like it was a good time to do a podcast with just me and her. Uh, Miss Gypsy. Hello, uh, hello. Uh, I'm glad you're here helping. I very much appreciate it. I appreciate you having me here, hanging out. You are more than welcome to come here whenever the fuck you I want to. I fucking love you, bro, even though I hate you all at the same time. That's usually how women feel about me. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is nothing new, not even kind of. All right, I already had to take a break. <laughs> We're fine already. Well, in all fairness, you did do two honey push-ups, which I doubted I you in. I doubted you How on many your twenty push-ups. Push did you say I did twenty? It's not what you said the first time. What I say? Fuck if I know, but it wasn't a word. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you did twenty push-ups. You did. I doubted you for sure, but you did do the fucking twenty push-ups. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm an athlete. Yeah, I know you can't tell. You're not an athlete. You, you cannot I'll, tell. I'm telling you. Right now, if you were to take me to a golf course, I'll surprise you. If you take me oh. to a baseball field, I'll surprise you. Fucking golf courses, baby. That okay. ain't no fucking athletics. Oh, you're going to get sport. a lot of mean-ass golfers. I, you know, I mean, mean-ass golfers do have the cutest asses there ever you. was. You also, this is where you'll be most surprised. Yeah. Take me to a basketball court. <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> See, that hurts my feelings. I know I don't look like LeBron. I look like Lil White. <laughs> but <laughs> I promise you, I am sneaky. From freaking uh, Lucky Charms. Yeah. <laughs> I look like Larry Short Ass Bird, you know? No, I'm telling you, I'm, I was always like sneaky, athletic, good. And even a while ago, I knew that 20 was going to be hard, but I can push myself just enough to get through it. I mean, I did have to slap your ass twice for you to get going. I mean, you I could have pegged you. slapped my ass on 17 and 20. Yeah, but I mean, no, a 17 and 18. Oh, 17 and 18. Yeah. Doesn't but matter. you I did knew. it. You got it. I was proud of you. I took a and shot I'm of tequila and now I'm fucking breath. shit-faced because we've been drinking beer all night and we promised people tonight that we would have a drunk podcast. Yeah, so let me tell everybody who's listening why. So, for those who don't know, this is the first time listening, for seven years now, I've done a toy drive to help needy families at Christmas. I think we started off like at five families. And this year is the biggest year we've done at 30. I give each one of the families $600 a piece. 
Um, I give them clothes that are appropriate for their children's ages and size, toys appropriate for their kids' age, and we give them gift cards and shit. And this like whole month of November, I was either sick or on the go or something, and Gypsy started helping with it. Um, you were dying. Yeah, you I was, were, I was dying, dying for like two weeks. Yeah. And Gypsy started helping with it. So I was like, you're fucking, you, you're the reason why, and the people that watch you and keep up with you are the reason why we, uh, why we're even getting close to our goal. We have, I have some amazing followers. You do. You I really, really do. do. And I invited her up here and she's going to be here all week, which I think you've been here since Saturday anyway. Yeah. But she'll be here till whenever she wants to leave. She can stay as long as she wants to. But we even have like a Christmas party here at Raising Grace Studios on Saturday. And some of the families are going to come before and get their stuff. Uh, some of the families already received their stuff. But Gypsy's helping out with every fucking bit of it. I think I asked you to help one day. And you took it upon yourself just to fucking keep going, which is really cool. Well, uh, there's a reason behind that. The reason I feel like I need to help is because, for one, you were fucking paralyzed for like two weeks. And I saw what you were doing and I was like, hey, you know what? Like... This man is trying to help out fucking families in need that have been in situations that I've been in. I, I was in that situation back when my kids were little. My kids are all full grown now and everything like that. Uh, but I was in that place of having to have help. And like I hated I didn't even want to ask for help. Like I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God, like I work three jobs. I'm trying to freaking do this for my kids and everything like that. And there was a man that came into my barber shop when I was a barber and was like, hey, you know what? Like, I was telling him my story like, yeah, you know what? Christmas going to be a little rough this year, but whatever, you know, like I'll do it. Like I didn't give him a sob story or anything like that. I was just saying like, hey, you know, Christmas going to be rough. And so he ended up giving me $300 that year for Christmas. And believe it or not, that made my whole Christmas better than I'd ever had. And I feel like I should, like, pass it forward. Like, make hey, sure, yeah. like, families fucking that are in need freaking get the help that they need. Because I've been there. I know what it's about and everything like that. So, I was like, this is my time to pass it forward. I mean, I, I've donated a couple, yeah, you, you have, know. Yeah, you donated a couple hundred dollars yourself. But at the same time, like, I can only do so much. But if I can have use my platform... Yep. To help others, that's what I want to fucking do. Yeah, so me and you are completely opposite stories on that end. I've never had a bad Christmas. Mm -hmm. I might not have got everything that we wanted, but we've never had a bad one. Gracie's never had a bad one. But I'm just a firm believer of the fact that I haven't had a real job for seven years besides working in country radio, mm -hmm. right? And people listen to me, and they want to help, and I want to help. Yeah. So I feel like I'm the middleman, mm -hmm. and it's not even me. Like I'm the one that's sitting here and drinking way too much tequila and inviting people to come <laughs> help and all this kind of stuff, and being the one that even at times it probably sounds like you're begging, but these families they don't want to beg. Mm -mm. They don't, and I mm -mm. respect that. So not at all. I feel like it is my job having a platform to actually help and give. Back. Right. Same. Even even if it's just talking somebody into giving twenty dollars. Right. Or even five dollars, or yeah, even just exactly. likes and taps it, it, it on could the be screen. Anything. It could be a fucking dollar for all I care. All right. But me having the capability of doing that, and I've always loved the expression "many hands make light work." Mm -hmm. And it's where you know I can't help thirty families by my fucking self. Right. You can't help thirty I can't, families no, by yourself. Not. You got people out there that can. All right. But I'm not one of those that's financially able to do that. I'm not either. Yeah. But you know what I am of like capable of doing is sitting here. Making an ass out of myself, making myself uncomfortable. For fucking sure. To help those families. Yeah. There's a lot of shit I don't like doing. But I know if it helps somebody, I'm cool with it. Right. Same. I mean, there's really the people that don't take the time to do it. And I want to say, give a big shout out. And there might be more, but it's two people that have been on the show a lot that I see them actually doing it. And if I'm missing anybody that has been on the show or I'm friends with on social media, I'm sorry. Macy did some stuff in her hometown for the first yes. year. That was fucking yep. awesome. She's amazing. Justin Danger. Yep. Justin Nunley is taking time out of his shit to do and stuff. And everything's getting fucked up with him, unfortunately. Yeah, Poor but guy. he's still taking the time to he's, do he's it. He's still trying to make it work, for yeah. sure. And, and I'm sure there's others. I just, I'm not on TikTok or social media enough to actually look and see. Oh, I am. I'm on there. Yeah, so like, I, I, if there's anybody I'm missing, I very much apologize. But those are the two that I've actually seen mm -hmm. do it. 
and and now you like this is the first year i don't know if this is the first year you've this done is anything the first like year i've done anything so yes. like it becomes i'll tell you this every year i say i'm never doing it again yeah every year and it's not for the reason most people think it's honestly because you can't help everyone Mm-hmm. And then you have to, and then you get jaded by some people. I've been yeah. fucked over at least once or twice now. And then you find out you get fucked over and you're like, yeah. I'm not doing this again. But then you're like, you know what? Maybe they needed it mm-hmm. more than somebody else for whatever reason. You, you don't gotta trust know. your soul in that shit. Because I tell you yeah. what, your, tr- your soul, like when you meet people and you're like, the problem with everything is, is a lot of things are done through like the internet and social media and everything like that. So you're like trying to figure out, does this person really need it? And that's why I was like, Hey, I really want to help Josh out because I know you do the process of elimination, making sure people don't have a brand new truck, a brand new house, all of that stuff before you give to them. And that's the whole reason I was like, yes, let me back this up. And the military families. Like, yeah. I am all about military. Well, that's always going to be the first people families. I help out. Like, always. I will always be supporting our military families and supporting our military a thousand percent. I don't do politics, but our military families and military, I'm a thousand percent behind all the time. I feel exactly the same way. So, like, a lot of people want to know, like, the vetting process. Mm-hmm. Because we had, to, oh, um, right at, it might be over now. I just quit looking at one point in time. Of everybody that had messaged in, emailed in once we had done our, picked our 20, our 30 families. Right. And you have to look these people up. Right. Like, a lot of people want to get mad at me and be like, well, that just doesn't seem right. You're probably just looking up to see who's got the biggest following that you can help out. That doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I asked the families not to share anything of it on social right. media. There might be, there might be somebody right up the road or it might be somebody in fucking California. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to put on social media. Right. I don't want you to say thank you to me. Right. Like, first of all, don't say thank you to me in the first place. I'm it's, the middle It's man. not me. I'm just the yeah. fucking helping I'm taking out. time to do shit like this because I ain't nothing else to fucking do right. anyway. Right. I can sit around, drink with you, have a good time or whoever else and just, you know. I can go where in the country. I yeah, want to yeah, and my, fucking my go drink fucking, with somebody else. No, my, my bills are paid and it's just the point to where like i want to help those that i can help right. with the platform i'm given right and that's where all this came about exactly and now and that that's I, why i admire you you know don't admire me okay josh i know you're a piece of shit and i love you but thank you for saying that the right way <laughs> i admire you but at the same time like i know that you aren't gonna do it for the wrong reasons and that's the whole fucking reason i'm like you know what I love Josh. He's an asshole for sure. Like, I love him. If you guys know him, you know I'm talking (laughs) fucking truth here. Uh, He's an asshole, but he does have a big fucking heart. Like, don't tell nobody because, like, he's standing right across from me looking at me like weird. But at the same time, (laughs) he's he's got the intentions right. And that's what I fucking care about. What are your intentions? Like, are your intentions good to fucking help people? Or are your intentions shitty to fucking help yourself? Because if you're in it to fucking help yourself, fuck you. I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, but if your yeah, intentions are good to help others, that's when I want to fucking mess with you and fucking hang out with you and help you with whatever cause you fucking have. Yeah. That's what I fucking care about. Yeah, see, I'm just at the point in my life now to where things are going so good why wouldn't you do something that's outside of your... And I've been that way for a long time. But I think me and Trey Lewis talked about this on the show that we did together in Nashville. But it's when you get to a point, you got to realize the only reason why I have a job and what I do is because of the person that's listening right now. Right, exactly. Like, I don't technically work for you, but I work for you. Right. And then there are people that listen to this show that... I don't have a lot, but maybe I have more than them, and they, they're they scared to ask or whatever, or they're scared to... Everybody at some point in time has needed help. You Everybody. What, and you're supposed to help when, you're, when you can. Everybody that looks at you is thinking, I wish I could be there. Yeah. But then you also look at other people, and you're like, fuck, I wish I could be there. So no matter uh, where you are in yeah. life, people are looking at you thinking... I wish I could be there, whether it's the haters, whether it's the people that fucking love you to death or anything. It doesn't fucking matter. People are wishing where you are that they could be. Oh, absolutely. So 
It you, doesn't you matter said, where you you're at. You couldn't have said it better because there's probably plenty of people that me and you both look look at. And like, exactly. I wish we was in their shoes. Exactly. But then we look at, like you and I both look at people and we're like, man, I wish I could be in that position. So never fucking doubt where you're at because somebody well, always has it worse than you well, and wish they were where you I'll were I'll tell at. you why you're not supposed to doubt where you're at. It's because it's a lot of people forget that maybe where you're at is where you're supposed to be. It might not be where you want to be, but it's where you're supposed to be. So a long time ago, I figured out a lesson, and it's always helped me, that you might not understand why you're going through what you're going through now or where the position you're at in life. But if you're there and it seems like you're moving forward, even though it might be like baby steps or fucking a little turtle crawling or whatever, it's where you're supposed to be. A lot of people miss the fact that maybe you should be learning a lesson in the moment that you're in. A lot of people are like, well, I don't know. I don't know why I'm going through this. Well, if you don't sit around and look and pay attention to your surroundings and you pay attention to things that are happening to you, mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're not happening to you. They're happening for you. And I know that's cliche. It's really not, though. But, but it's literally like if you're going through a hard time right now, maybe you're supposed to go through that hard time. And if you have that mentality and you have that outlook, that maybe I'm supposed to be going through this, then you start appreciating the bad times. I appreciate my bad times now because I know that there's a lesson in it. There's a purpose in the pain. Exactly. And that maybe I should be paying attention to my surroundings Mm -hmm. and paying attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And quit being like, oh, poor pitiful me. You know, whether you believe in God, you believe in the universe, whatever the fuck you believe in, you got to believe in something. You do have to believe in something. Understand that maybe you're in that moment right now because you're supposed to be. Right. And enjoy it. Enjoy even the bullshit. Well, like I was telling you earlier, like I was sitting in Key West a couple weeks ago. Most beautiful place there ever fucking was. And I had a fucking really fucking hard day. I was crying and I'm like, I'm never like this. Like, I'm not a sad person. Like, I don't share on social media that I fucking cry. I don't share on anything that... I'm not a badass bitch because I feel like 90% of the time I am a badass bitch. But at the same time, I was like, why am I feeling this way? And it wasn't I like was reflecting on myself. Like, why the fuck am I feeling this way? Because I knew like I have a really good life. I like I'm living my dream. I'm living in a van. I'm doing what I want to do. And this is what I've always wanted to do. But it's been two years now living in a van. But it was the fact that I felt like I wasn't doing enough for others. And Josh actually messaged me that day and he's like, hey, you know, I've been not feeling good and I just I need your help on this. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I'll help you out. And so I was like, absolutely. And so I got off the freaking phone with you and we started doing that live that night and we raised money for how many families? Like three, two or three, two or three that night. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. This is freaking amazing. And then after I got off that live and I felt so pumped because I was like, this is not for me. This is for somebody else. I felt amazing. And then I called my friend Brad, who is a military vet and has been blown up in Iraq. And he is a fucking amazing person as well. And I am all about our military members and helping our military members that I, I sat there after I like talked to them the next day and like I freaking contemplated, you know what the problem is, is I'm living too much in my brain and not living for other people and trying to help others. So I literally sat there the whole next day, like not feeling sorry for myself, but saying, I know there's a bigger purpose for me other than fucking just well, living in a van. Well, I'll tell you this. A lot of people miss this. And it is a lot of what you just said is like there's a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. People's got to stop saying that. And they got to start realizing that maybe your purpose is you. Maybe the things that you think that you can do to help others, that is your purpose. But you've been given gifts. like, And it, it could be taboo gifts, like even with you. You're a very sexual person, and yeah, it gets on my fucking sure. nerves more than you know. <laughs> but you can take that, and you can turn it into helping others. Like, I talk more shit in the world than damn near anybody. But when you realize, hey, I can help people in a taboo mm-hmm. way. I can help. The first year we did this, I don't know if I even told you this before. First year we ever did this, we mm-hmm. rented out a bar. Yeah. And, um, and you vowed a Georgia called Frank's. 
and it was under the bearded bastard name back in the day with me and we called it tits for toys so what we did is we rented out this bar and we had people to get in free yeah. you had to bring toys yeah and we asked all the women that came to dress in something like a naughty elf outfit naughty yeah. santa outfit or whatever we raised like this first year we did it I think we raised like five thousand dollars that night. Gave each one of the families like a thousand dollars or something like that, and gave them toys and shit. Yeah. And I knew right then I was like, you know what? This is a different way of helping people, but it's still helping people. Right. We might not be doing something that First Methodist Baptist Church of who the hell cares, like what they're doing. Right. But still, at the end of the day, everybody's helping. Right. It really doesn't matter how you help. You just got to find. Because okay, I'll put it this way. If me and you tried to go stand in front of Walmart right now and we tried to do the Salvation Army thing, we was ringing the bell and wore the stupid hat and all that kind of stuff, you know what? We, hate those it people. wouldn't do anything. Yeah. It wouldn't do anything because that's not us. People wouldn't want to donate to us right. or whatever. And even if they did, you wouldn't get that much money in a couple of hours. Mm -mm. We have the ability to do what we do and do it our own way where we put our own touch on it. Right. And you help some, you help multiple families or multiple people in a matter of an hour and a half, a matter of two hours. I want help more though. Well, yeah, well, you can't stress yourself out because, like, I ha I have to get someone to read the emails for me when they come in. Otherwise, that's why I told you a while ago. Every year, I said I wasn't doing it again. Yeah. Every single year, because. I used to read the emails. I used to read the stuff that was sent to I'd us. I'd be sitting there bawling if I Yeah, and you do. And yeah. you do. And you're yeah. like, okay, I got to add one more on. I got to add one more on. You can't do that. You got you got to have a cutoff. You got to have a cutoff. But you also, at the same time, got to realize you're doing a good job. And it might not even be about helping 30 families. It might be, at the end of the day, about helping that one. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm telling you, it's it's addictive. It's very addictive helping mm -hmm. and giving back. But at the same time, me and you get to live the life we want to live. I'm on the go all the time. You're on the go all the time. And it's because of social media that we are. And there's something that's cool about that. But it's also at the same time, I told you the other day, it's like I don't have a purpose sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't have nothing to do besides taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. I don't work for anybody, nothing like that. I mean, I work for myself, but at the same time, like, You're I got to pay my bills. But at the same time, like, you have no I want to give more. Yeah, exactly. Other than to me. And that's where I was at when I was in, in Key, Key West. I was like, I, I'm not living up to my potential. Yeah. Like, I know I can help more than I'm helping now. And I want to fucking... Okay, so my passion, my passion is military members that have yeah. served for us. And it's the reason I feel so passionately about it is because I used to be married to a military man. And where I couldn't, where I felt like I let him down because we are not still married uh, because of a lot of reasons um, is because I, I, I can't be there for him. But I want to be there for that fucking 22 yeah. that doesn't have that. Well, let, let me help you real fast. You said that to me earlier, and I want to tell you something that was told to me a long time ago. I know that we lose 22 veterans on average a day. I, I help with Mission 22 here in Georgia and everything. Once again, shout out to uh, Mr. Ken, Kurt, and Renee, and all them, um, the ambassadors here in Georgia. You can't look at it like 22. How you were telling me about your buddy in Texas – you got to look at it as one. You be there for one. That's all you're supposed to do. If you try to, if, if you Sorry, try. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. It's okay. Get emotional. It's all right. If you try to be there for everyone, then you can't be there for anyone. You stretch yourself too thin. That's why you have ambassadors in each state to help people that are struggling. You, That's you, what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I want to you, do you, that you've this got, year. You've got the ability to. I want to fucking meet everybody in every state. That's a good freaking, a really good organization that is veteran yeah. owned. I want to be there for the veteran owned fucking organizations. And I want to be there to fucking connect them all. I want, I want to connect the really good veteran owned fucking organizations to each other. Like fucking creative vets. They're fucking amazing. They're in Nashville. They're fucking amazing. And I can already tell they're an amazing organization. Also, I want to be there for a friggin' Warriors weekend. 
um, that is in Texas, um, Victoria, Texas. They're fucking amazing. Um, my eyelashes are falling off because I'm mm-hmm. fucking crying and I'm being a bitch right now. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I like you being a bitch. Uh, I don't like it at all. But um, I want to be there for the fucking the the organizations that are there for the right reasons. I don't want to be there for the organizations that are there to fucking make money. I don't want to be there for the organizations that fucking are assholes. Anything like that. I want to... Literally, all my eyelashes are falling off right now. That's um, what you get for fake fucking <laughs> caterpillars on your fucking top of your eyelids. Those are my cumbrellas. Don't be me. They're your what? Your cumbrellas? My cumbrellas. That's disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. I, I love you. Uh, but I want to be there for the right fucking reasons. I don't want... I mean, I don't want anything out of this. I just want fucking our veterans to know that they're fucking loved and they're cared about and somebody fucking cares. There are so many people out there that think... That are our veterans that think nobody fucking cares. I fucking care. Well, that's all you got to do. Like, that's what... Pretty much my fucking career has been built on is helping vets and everything mm-hmm. and all that shit. I know shit. that. That's why I love you. But, look, I'm telling you, it's okay to say no. It's okay to not overstretch yourself. Because I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been there to where I've came back from one charity event, got no sleep, got up and drove several hours to another one. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that what you do you have the ability from where you're sitting right now to help so many people just from where you're sitting. That's what I want to do. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to constantly be on the go to do it. Um, those organizations that I've introduced you to, the organizations mm-hmm. that you've probably know about yourself, yeah. you can figure out who's full of shit and who's not. Yeah, for and sure. The ones, you can tell the ones that I'm good with. I'll go above and fucking beyond. Yeah, if I know you're. I'm not going to give you a fucking shout out on my fucking social media. Speaking of that all. real fast to keep you from crying, read those names real fast since you said oh, shout out. Okay, so for one, I'm my, I, all my eyelashes on oh, my left hand side are cumbrellas. <laughs> my cumbrellas are gone. God, I've never heard anybody say that before. You've never heard them called cumbrellas? I used to date this girl. I used to date this girl. Uh, I'm not going to give y'all too much. There's going to be a couple people that know exactly what I'm talking about. This bitch had the worst eyebrows and eyelashes I've ever seen in my life. We used to call her Caterpillar when she wasn't looking. Middle of her face looked like two Caterpillars kissing. And she'd wear some stupid-ass eyelashes or whatever. Smelled like goddamn onions, too. She's good. She was a good old gal. Why did she smell like onions? I don't know. I think she, like, literally, I think it was like a disorder. I don't know. My eyelashes just falling fucking off because that one eye was just crying for sure. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so what I'm saying is I'm never going to promote a fucking organization that I do not think is a fucking legitimate. Um, but at the end of the day, what we're going to do right now is we're going to tell everybody that uh, we had a couple people tonight on our live friggin' over $100 donations, and we appreciate them so fucking much, by the way, for these families in need. Um, Charles Price, David <coughs> Gosclow. Charles Hasse, Shannon Hurst, and Matthew High. We want to thank you this evening. Rick, go ahead and read the folks on your green paper, too, that gave $100 oh. more than tonight. Oh, so all those people did over $100 for donations for these families indeed this year. Yeah. Um, so right there. Can you grab we them? Want, yeah, uh, we want to make sure we give you guys a shout-out. They all get yeah. put into a drawing for a date with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for dates. Had a date in five years. <laughs> she didn't say dick. She said date. Yeah, I didn't. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely did not say dick because I had dick about like a couple months ago. But uh, so um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna read off the names that are on this list um, of people that have helped us in the last couple of nights for sure, for sure. Uh, big ass shout out to Kevin Burrell, Matthew High, M Wisely, Sean. David Glasgow, I mean, I think he's been on there a couple times. Uh, Charles Hayes, Charles Price, Matthew High, Matthew High, <laughs> Sean, uh, M. Wisely, Jason Woods, Damon Woods, 
uh, James Brown and Shannon Hurst. You guys are all in the drawing for a date with me, which I don't know why you want to go on a date with me. <laughs> I'm really a fucking train wreck. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciate everything that you are doing for these families because I've been that family in need at one time. So I truly fucking appreciate you all so fucking much. I love you all. Thank you. Yeah, and y'all just remember, like, this, we've got three families to go that know that they're getting shit, know that they're getting something from us. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take it a family at a time. So we're going to add families on that have no idea. These other families have known since the middle part of October that, that we were helping them. There's other families that have emailed us, even recently this past week or so, that need assistance still. And what we're going to do is last-minute surprise them. They don't know that we're going to. So we're going to take it a family at a time once we get these last three families done. And uh, we'll finish those last three families tomorrow. I got an, I've got a bet we'll finish those last three families tomorrow. And then we'll have Thursday and Friday. And me and you will do a live without drinking before the Christmas party. Before the, well, Let's and, be honest. I'm always drinking at the yeah, meantime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to have to do something to keep you up all night on Saturday. Because when we do the Christmas party on Saturday... What I'll do is we'll set up like a fucking live for anybody that comes in the door just to say hey to your folks, my folks, whoever. Um, and we'll just like, maybe we'll get a couple more. Somebody call me. I don't know, but I just know like once my right side of my eyes, when you have tears on it, all my fake eyelashes came off. And then my left side's fine. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> I love this song. I do too. It's such a good song. It ain't what you think it is. It's not getting a trip? No. Oh. It starts off like that. I heard it too. I've never heard it until you just said it like that. But yeah. Um, but no, you've been a huge help this year, and we're going to help some more families. And when those ones you get a surprise at the last minute, those are, the those best are ones. fucking cool. Yeah, those are the best. Those I can't, cool. I'm going to clean it. We got to do seven. Somebody here? No, I just got to clean your fucking place before we freaking have oh, all yeah, the... Yeah. It's no. a fucking train wreck in here. It's worse than my life. No, we'll, we'll clean it up. <laughs> um, yeah, so last year we started off 15. We ended up at 23. And those seven or eight, I can't... Yeah, I guess it's last eight families that we got to call without them knowing that we were that helping them. That would be amazing. That's fucking cool. Yeah. That's fucking cool. Why are we not drunk? You, I feel like I've sobered up a little bit. You need to drink more. I am drinking. I got a fucking beer in my hand. <laughs> I'm just not, uh, it's not shit canned yet. Oh, you're not? Mm, I'm fine. I actually oh. feel pretty good. You do? You know what got it? It was them fucking push-ups. Those fucking push-ups. Them okay, push -ups so everybody that's wondering is we did a live before this freaking, yeah. this podcast, and I doubted Josh that he could do 20 push-ups. We talked about that already. We did, okay. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. There you go. No, you're good. <laughs> you got to rob me, me back. <laughs> let me ask you, because we're not going to do a very long show. Um, Am I that drunk? No, oh, you're okay. fine. You're, <laughs> this is actually, uh, see, I like when you're, uh, what? tell everybody what I call you when you're too much, or what I holler out. Gypsy 10. That's all I say. It, she's like the best. She'll get way too out of hand for me, and we'll be in public. <laughs> and I was like, 10, bitch, 10. It's just because I say what's on my mind. I don't mind it. It's just it's usually the place, or or I you know make the or or I or let me hold, let me say this because I don't want you to sound bad on here. It's not always the place. It's how it's how vanilla I am, and it's just how um, I know how weird places. it makes me feel when you do it. But it's funny. I only do it if I actually had a problem with it. I'd be like, hey, look, bitch. No, I know the two places I can't. Yeah, I know you don't. You've never done it in front of kids or anything no. like that. I don't do it in front I of love, kids. See, and I old love people. that about you. We, I've had, I've been around people that didn't give a fuck if kids yeah. were around, and that's a very quick way for me to be like, "Look, you can go straight to hell." And we can't do it at Live Oak either. Yeah, yeah, you don't do that in front of that. No. Or AJ's. Those are the two places I know I can't. Well, well, normally anywhere in Nashville, you don't need to do it. I mean, Broadway. But but if they know you, like, you can go to most places on Broadway no, and just I'm, fucking act up. I, don't I only like AJ's on Broadway. See, I like, I just like having a good time with certain people. Sometimes it calls for Broadway. Not all the time. Like maybe once get, every two, three months. I get you super end up anxiety. down there and you end up shitty. It's okay. 
But I love fucking AJ's and I love fucking Lava. I don't even like AJ's unless Blaine's playing. The only time that's the only time I like to go, yeah. and the only time I go there is with you. And then we go to a different part, and I'm like, I well, don't like this. Let me ask you, because you've been three times. You've been three trips with me now. Yeah. What's been your favorite favorite thing that we've done so far? Live Oak, watching watching live music. Live music. Yep. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. That's why I'm like, I want to hang out with you, Josh, because yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I like dancing. I like shaking my ass. Like, I like all that stuff. But in all honesty, like, I love listening to people that are genuine artists trying to fucking make it sing. Well, I want to go to Rider Well, you, you said something, you said something today or yesterday, I can't remember. But it was, uh, you appreciate the song and you appreciate yes. the story. Yes. See, that that's me. I've been... There's even been like people from social media that I've invited to go do shit with us mm -hmm. and go listen to heartfelt writer. Now you're gonna go like, okay, let's say this. I went to Trey Lewis's birthday. That was just a fucking party, but it yeah. was a writers round. Yeah, it was. And there were people that got up there that every once in a while. You do need to shut the fuck up and you need to listen to what right. they're playing. You do. Right. But when we went to like the creative vets one. Um, and some other ones that you've went to with me. Yeah. It's been kind of more like a different vibe and everything. Right. You actually sit there and listen. I do. There's I, been people that it. I've invited to go to that shit. They don't. They don't listen to it. No, I want to hear their story. They don't fucking appreciate the story. And see, that always aggravates the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, but also too, like I, I just, want you to make me cry. Like I want to yeah, hear. Your I love story. when you said that earlier because I'm the same one. Yeah. I like do. I want to hear your fucking music. I want to hear your story. Like, I don't care if you sing like shit. Yeah. Like, I, I want to hear your story. <laughs> I mean, I care a little bit. No, I'm bit. fucking with you. That's, no, I care a, a little bit. I have to tell you but I'm a, I, I want to hear what the fuck your story is. And you can hear so much about a person by their fucking songs. Yeah. So, like, when writers write it for other musicians and stuff like that, I totally get it. But at the same time, like, I'm looking at that mu that person that wrote the fucking song. And I'm like, that person's been through some shit. Yeah. Like, when they're like, okay, this song isn't by me, but it's by the writer that fucking wrote yeah. this. That's when I'm, like, writing, looking at the fucking writer, and I'm like, I know what the fuck they've been through. That's that's what I fucking care about. Yeah, and I like that about you. And that's where I think most of the people that I introduce you to, mm -hmm. uh, you're always going to be known, I think, to start off with is, the girl with the dick van and what you do on OnlyFans <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But then once you get to know you, like you can tell your appreciation for it. Yeah, I do. I love it. No, you can tell. And I think everybody, everybody. I know, I remember the first day that you was around me and Dustin. Mm, I fucking love Dustin. Oh, yeah, I did tell you, that little bitch. Um, <laughs> but like even both of us was like, God damn, like she's she's out there. Like she's she's wild. I but am then, wild. But then even as wild as you can be, you act right in the right moments. Right. And one thing I really dig about you is you know when to fucking go to bed. I do know when to hey, go to bed. Hey, look, let me tell you, there's a lot of bitches don't know how that fucking, don't know when that cutoff is. I'm the same way. That's why You I, don't know when the bedtime is. No, no, no. Like when, in certain places, like when we're at the beach, I'm not fucking going to bed till I die. Right. Like, but like in Nashville or something, when I know that I'm around people that I need to half-assed act right in front of, I'll dip out and leave and yeah. just send everybody a text message and Same. be like, hey, look, I've done, I've, I'm just, I've been too drunk. Right. I need to go home. Um, like, I don't want to embarrass myself. Right. And I'm the same way. I'll yeah, fucking Uber myself. You can tell. Home. No, I've seen you do it several times. <laughs> and I, I appreciate it. I don't want to babysit. I don't want anybody, anybody to babysit me. Yeah. No, I've been around. If anybody gets babysat, it's me. But this even, is not wrong. But even then, <laughs> I think the way that I get fucked up, it's not to where it's a problem for anybody. No, it's not. The only time was Panama City, but it was your birthday, so I, like, forgave you on that one. But even then, I wasn't bad. I was just shit-canned. You fucking look like you were having a stroke, bro. Once again, I don't know why I have to tell y'all this. I sweat. All right. Look no. at, okay, look. No, let me, no, no, let me no. Let me explain this to you. Look right here. What have you bitched about coming in the studio all week? How cold you were? Yeah. I'm hot-natured as fuck. Right now, I have Crocs on, short shorts, and a fucking thin-ass shirt. We were in the heat. I had blue jeans on. I had been playing golf all fucking day. I was hot. Okay. I I'm will, gonna, I will I'm give gonna you I'm going to sweat super bad. And I'll tell you this. This is why I lose weight so fucking quick. When I'm outside, like during the summertime, mm -hmm. it happens every year. Like right now, I got my fucking winter pounds on. 
because I'm not outside every day. During the summertime. That day I was I'm telling seriously worried about you. Don't. <laughs> I was like, I have oh my, my blood God, Josh, pressure. Do I do not me? have high blood pressure. Like, I, I am thought fine. you were dying that night. I sweat bad when I I'm called hot. an Uber so fast. <laughs> and then, go ahead and say this. Who was right on how to get fucking home that night? You were not right. No, on how I to told. Get home. No, remember, because you said every this one is of walking distance. It was like it four was, miles. Oh my god! You clearly don't remember us like looking at it the next day. I was it was not that one drunk. mile. It was not. A yes, mile. it was because y'all even no. said no. Okay, no, so y'all I even just said, went back to Panama City this last time, and said, I was like, okay, I know no. where this bar is, and I know where our fucking it Airbnb was is. One point like three miles. It we looked not. at it the next day because everybody was like, goddamn, Josh, you couldn't have made it. Okay, this is how I know I could have made it. Every night that we were there, I ended up walking out to the beach, which was a half a mile away. Okay, that is sitting on the beach and walking back every night. I know my body. The beach exactly was half a mile. Yeah. But the bar that we were, you said, it's only a mile away. I was like, Josh, it is not. It was literally a mile, like mile and And we put you in the first fucking Uber because that was not correct. And then y'all were even telling them. (laughs) Yes, it was. I'm telling you. And also, let's do some math real quick, buddy. All right, so if every <laughs> if every night I was drunk as fuck and no, I walked down the... No, it was just the, that first night. I know, but if every night I was drunk and I walked half a mile to the beach and half a mile back, how many how many miles is that? A mile. Okay, so if I'm telling y'all I can walk 1.2 or 1.3 miles from the bar in one direction, I can do, I know my body. Okay, I, okay I, I'm when I've been so fucked up in that, I've been so fucked up in Nashville. At two, three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I've been at AJ's with Blaine playing. Okay, that's and fine. you can't and you can't get an Uber that late. Lee Tucker used to live one point five miles mm-hmm. from AJ's to the Cadence where he used to live. You ask Lee how many times I've came into that apartment, blacked out, fucking drunk after walking for thirty minutes. It actually does me good because it sobers me up. Okay, uh, it went my night. first rodeo, baby. Okay, so that night. That I was hanging out with you. It was my first, no, it was second time hanging out with you, because it was your birthday. I met you for the first time in Nashville, like what two weeks earlier. I just met you two uh, weeks earlier. No, it was like a month earlier. Was it a whole month? It was the beginning of August that me and you met because I remember what show I was going to do. Besides for with you, it was with Bobby Pinson. Yeah, and that was the beginning of August. Okay, he had a song coming out called and The then Shave. Your birthday which, in by September. the way, if y'all have not listened to the fucking Shave yet, please, Bobby Pinson, The Shave is fucking amazing. So, but it was a month later that we did everything in Nashville, Nashville. again. And then you and came you were to like, hey, let's go to Nashville. I was like, all right, cool. And then, like, I see you sweating and, and, like, fucking, I thought you were having a heart attack or something. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, I can walk a fucking mile and a half. And I was like, bro, it's like three miles. Like, I just fucking Ubered us a fucking three-mile fucking ride. So it was not a mile. Like, if it was a mile, I would have been like, hey, yeah, bro, let's go. But you had somebody else on your arm that night that molested you. That was not my fault. It's okay. It, I uh, wish no, I could have helped you that night. Look, no, that's nobody's fault. <laughs> that's one person's fault. What, you, what y'all don't know, I'm not going to tell you the whole story. I just want y'all to know this is why I hold certain people to a high standard and why I don't to other people. Certain people, everybody was swimming. I was passed out drunk in bed. Somebody tried to come get in bed with me. And they shouldn't have been in bed with me. I was dead. I I I was was out swimming in the pool naked. Everybody was swimming in the pool naked. And then somebody's like, oh, I'm going to go snuggle with Josh. No, don't ever. Yeah. If I'd have done that to a girl, I'd have been on a fucking list by now. You would have been. You you definitely would have been on the fucking high profile fucking watch list. And I can't be like, it was horrible or anything. It's just it shouldn't have happened. No, because if it was the other way around. If it's the other way around, I'm a rapist. Right. I am a rapist. You would have been in trouble for sure. Yeah. But I'd have been a racist and a rapist in the same night. <laughs> no, you were so blacked out. There was no fucking way. Like, we all knew that night that when you came home and we all, like, you went into the first Uber. Yeah, because everybody was like. Because I was like, oh, my God, go Josh bed. is going to die. He's He needs to go into the Uber. Like, we need to put him in the first Uber. And then the rest of us will go in the second Uber. And then later on, the next morning, we found out that Josh got molested. And, and then it somehow was my fault. It was not your fault. No, no. I'm telling you, somehow, 
Uh, somehow it felt like though the next day that everybody, well, not everybody, not everybody. There just was a couple people. There was a couple people making fun of, it and it was like you did not. And it was like if that would have happened another way around, it would have been totally different. It would have been totally fucking different, right? And I agree with you. Like that would but, have not besides, been okay if besides, it was the other way around. And I'm not even mad at that person. No. I just wish it would have happened differently. Right. I'd really do. But besides that, you and Macy and Reed and Dustin and Taylor, make sure I don't miss nobody. Jess, Rachel, um, who else was there for my birthday? Okay, you don't remember either. I think that's everybody. I don't know. I went home early that night. I'm trying to. I'm trying to After. count who's all there. I mean, I was naked in the pool. But oh, that Reagan! Was it. God damn! How did I forget I'm fucking, fucking Reagan. Reagan? How do you forget Reagan? Oh She's God! The sweetest, the sweetest bestest person of all she time. She really is the sweetest. But no, person. I appreciate everybody coming for that. Um, <laughs> and everything that y'all have came to and been part of. That was the only thing of the whole trip. I was just like, what the fuck? The rest of the time was absolutely amazing. I have to say. Like, out of all the trips I've been with you two, that fucking your birthday was by far the best. You wait, because I got one planned for us already. <coughs> It'll be, I got to find out when the Creative Vets golf tournament is, because I don't want it to interact with that. Um, We're going to all go to Texas, to Fort Worth for a week next year. All right, year. I'll fucking down. Yeah, so we're all going to go to Texas, to Fort Worth for a week, because there's a lot of people that follow me from that area but there's a lot of people i follow too yeah there's some bad motherfuckers that are in te there's this now i'm not gonna name names but there's a couple that mm -hmm. even it, and i'm fine with it just being friends whatever but i think that they're so cool on social media yeah that i'm just like you gotta fucking come join this like and that's what has happened with people though and i'll get you connected with the freaking other absolutely you yeah. know the they other can come with us yeah, I want Fuck them to. Yeah, I want fucking Warriors Weekend to come and hang out. And Absolutely. there are some cool motherfuckers down there. Like, I met them a couple of years ago. I, like, paid for a whole trip yeah. with somebody and never went. But I paid for it, so I was like, hey, let's fucking do this shit. Because I just wanted to support them. And, fuck, yeah, I have I have connections. So I can be like, hey, bitches, let's go. Let's, everybody's going to go, and we're all going to hang out and have a yeah. good time. And I think it would be a beautiful moment. I really do. Oh, no, I'm fine with that. I love that shit. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, because so, like, next year, what I'm going to try to do, I've got to, I'm going to plan out three to four trips next year uh -huh. with a fucking 10, 12 people group. I want to, because uh, they've been, they've been a couple places with me, um, but uh, Travis and Caroline, I want them to go. I love I them. I want yes. the Dirty Prescott kids to yes. go with us a couple more times. Love them. Um, there's a couple more people that I want uh, Cheyenne and Caleb. I don't know if you. Yes, met, I met them last time. The, okay. I was, yeah, I've already talked to them about doing the riders round. My first one at, at yeah. Live Oak in uh, January eighteenth. Um, there's a couple more people like I want to include them in the shit we mm -hmm. do. Yeah, because and, and I'm gonna pick. It. I'm gonna pick. Oh, they're good people. Yeah, they're good. They'll appreciate people. it. Um, and then like Dustin and and I'm not inviting Lee Tucker no, no more anywhere. Oh it, fuck! It, I love Lee. He, him he and his girl. Him and his girlfriend are doing their own yeah. thing now. I'm just not fucking with him. He, I'm just playing Tucker. Him, if you hear this, you know you can go. <laughs> I, like, I know you you're not going him. to. We but, ate lunch with him today. But um, Shut we did. It was good. <laughs> um, but no, like I I know the group. Dustin and Reagan. Yes. Macy and Reed. Mm -hmm. Taylor. Yes. Um, even Miss Tiffany with uh I'll, uh, with, uh Mama Tiff. Well, extreme party bus out of yes. Nashville. Um, there's gonna be a lot of people yeah. that I just asked to go like the places that we go and uh and hang out. And I like even Kayla, that's my buddy out in Texas, that's yeah. done some stuff with us in Nashville and everything. Um, she's cool as fuck. She can't oh, you know what? She came here last year for our toy drive. Yeah. I forgot she stayed at the house a couple of days last year for the toy drive. Um so yeah, so we're gonna end up having a really good time a couple of times next year. And I'm just glad you're gonna be part of it because you uh I fucking you know, love everybody. You, yeah, you've been such a big fucking help and everything this year. And just, besides that, you've just been cool as fuck all year. I just fucking love everybody. I know you do. But you know, I, but the thing about me is, you know, I can see through people's bullshit. Yeah. You're a and lot like me. That's why I love you is because I know you can see through people's bullshit. And if you can't see through people's bullshit, I'm like, Josh, the fuck? You can't see through that bullshit right now? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fucking me and i'll fucking tell you how it is and like I, i'm never gonna put anybody under the bus i'm never gonna be mean to anybody i'm never ever gonna be that way but at the same time i'm gonna look at you and be like josh yeah the fuck 
No, I like how you, I'm telling you. There's been a couple times that I've been like, okay, you're a 10. You're on a 10. Calm the fuck down. But for the majority of the time, you always do what's right. And you're always, yeah. you're, you're a really great part of this. Yeah. I always say that everybody's part of Raising Grace family that helps out or whatever. But yeah. we're all just family. We all, are. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be and a And honestly, I've never felt more of a family since I met you guys. Yeah. All. Like, you fit all, in. Honestly. I, like, I fucking, I, I remember that day I fucking left you guys in Florida, and I went to a different part of Florida, yeah. and I called you crying, and I was like, <laughs> I feel so alone. This is the first well, time I feel lost. You remember the Christmas movie that used to come on? I don't remember what it was called, but it was like the Island of the Misfit Toys. Yes. See, all of us are the Misfit Toys. We are. Every Everybody's got their scars. They've got their stories. they got their fucking their fuck-ups, but I've always said for the longest time, Fucked up people understand fucked up people, and they don't judge them because they're just as fucked up. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know how to cry before I met you guys. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't know how to cry. Like, my ex hasn't pushed my cry button away for a long time ago, so I haven't cried in probably four years before I met you all. And now my cry button's on. Like, I well, fucking love the fucking fuck out of you guys yeah. because, like, you, Macy, and everybody, like Taylor, yeah. Reed, I've cried with everybody. Yeah. Because, like, you're telling me something, and I know it's from the heart. Yeah. Like, that means something to me. If you tell me I'm from your heart, way. I'm, I'm going exactly to fucking cry. And that's why, I like, music gets me so much is because it's from the fucking heart. Yeah. No, I promise you. I know exactly what the fuck you mean. I know you do. And that's why I'm sitting here with you yeah. today. That's why there's been people that have gone on trips with us before that aren't going on trips with us again because they just don't connect. It's not a family. When all of us are together, it's a fucking family. It is. It's a fucked up dysfunctional family. It is a fucking but, fucked up dysfunctional family But whose sure. family isn't fucked up and dysfunctional? Exactly. The only difference is, is we're honest. Right. And we're gonna be we're gonna call you out on your own shit. Yeah, and but I think you need that. Yeah. I think you need the people who's gonna be like, you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. You, you need it. It's like when everybody tells me jips, you're at a fucking ten. I'm like, I know. Yeah, but you but gotta I'm understand, just gonna say it. We love you at a ten. It's just some of us aren't as we're way more vanilla than you. Okay, so the thing is, is like I've lived my life and I fucking have known, and you guys have lived your life too. I'm not saying that. It's the fact that I've gone through a lot of shit. I'm 42. I'm older than yeah. everybody else in the group. Like I'm fucking older than everybody else. So I've gone through a lot more. Well, maybe not. Like maybe not because there's a couple people that I know have been through more shit than me. Yeah. But at the same time, I've gone through a lot. So I can relate to what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. I can I can honestly think about like, okay, there was a time in my life that like that was pretty close to my fucking heart too. So, I guess I just don't give a fuck anymore. Well, you don't give a fuck in the right way. Right. There's there's two different not give a fucks. Yeah. There's a not give a fuck to where it literally is you're nobody wants to be around you. Right. To where you just you're going to act however the fuck you want to, regardless of the consequence or regardless of who you hurt. All of us kind of don't give anybody. a fuck. Yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody either. All of us don't give a fuck, but we do it in, I think, what is the right way. Right. If any, the worst person out of all of us is me. Because I've I don't heard, think so. Not, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just I'll be the first one to take it too far. You might mm -hmm. say some slick shit or some sexual shit, <laughs> but I'll be the one that's like, look, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, but sometimes I, I, we need to be told to shut yeah, the fuck up, Oh, no, up, trust Josh. me. I, there's sometimes I need to be told to shut the fuck up. And I think pretty much all of us do. Our family, our misfit family, does tell you to shut the fuck up. Like, it's not just you telling us to shut the fuck up. Because sometimes we fucking need that. Sometimes we need the daddy jaw, she even know that sounds dirty, no, to like tell you. us to shut the fuck up. Even though we're fucking weird as fuck. We need that. Yeah, and no, we need I'm to the, tell you to shut the fuck up. And, sometimes I, and I'm too. fine with that. And see, none of us ever get mad at each no, other. No, we don't. That's why Reagan, I love our family. Reagan told had to tell me to shut the fuck up the last night we was at the beach, 
And there's never been like a bad word said between the two of us uh -uh. after it. She had to tell me, hey, you need to shut the fuck up. Right. But Reagan is like the, has oh, the biggest Oh, that's an fucking, angel. She, she is, is the, the best angel. of all of us. She really fucking is. I, I tell you what. Fucking Reagan is like the best person out of our family. Oh, <laughs> she absolutely. Is, she is yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the mama. Yeah. yeah the mama saving absolutely. grace to all of but us. Don't, but don't you forget either, too, as we end this show. Don't you forget you're an angel, too. For helping the way you do and just being the person you are. No, like, angels come in different shapes and forms, darling. You're an no. angel too. No, freaking Reagan. She's got. She, the she's a whole keyboard. different. That bitch is head angel. She no, really no, no, fucking no, no, is. No, she she's is, like she the is. fucking. But you are too. No, she yes, she are is. fucker. Yes, you are too. You are an angel too. <laughs> no, <laughs> fucking Reagan has it beat for sure. I like how you're trying to divert this from you, but yes. you are an angel no, too. You hear me? I'm not. Well, I don't care what the fuck you say. You are. <laughs> But anyway, Gypsy, thank you for doing this one with me tonight, hanging out all yes. week and helping as much as you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to have some fun the rest of the week. All right. Let's if y'all are free on Saturday, done. Raising Grace Studio Christmas Party, hit us up. I'll let you know where it's at and how you get here and all the shit. We've still got a couple more families to help make donations now. Uh, I'll post all that information online. I just want to say thank you to each and everybody, all Gypsy's listeners uh, and viewers and all that shit and all her friends and family on social media. And uh, once Trust again, me, I don't have my family listening to well, this. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, well, Gypsy, I love you and thank you once again. I love you too. Thank you for having me here. Anytime, baby. All right, folks, we will catch you tomorrow for the fourth day of Christmas.